You just gotta press a button for the intro. Yo! what it should be welcome to another episode of fantasy in session today is july 31st the culture pushers are here um if you maybe apple or spotify make sure you subscribe leave us a like shit man hell leave us a review if you got the time to um we're just trying to be number one in the local barbershops man i want to thank y'all for all the support that's been going on out there it's another day fellas we got one day away from football how y'all fellas doing today Fucking feeling great, man. You know, got the band back together. You know, Javar took the episode off yesterday. Yes, but we yeah. back together now, bro. So let's get it back in business. Back in business. All right. Uh shit. I guess we'll start off with a little bit of the news. Um, the breaking news for today. We got Michael Thomas just signed a big boy contract, so he'll be in camp yep. soon. Yes, uh, five years, a hundred milli. The the uh number one paid wide receiver in the league, ain't he? Yep, yep. He got the highest. He's the highest paid receiver in the league, man. I think he's well deserved too, man. You know, he uh, we, like we talked about, he uh, had the highest catch percentage in the history of the NFL last year. Dude, like broke Matt Harmon's receptive perception scale for like success rate against man coverage, man. So that the numbers show that he's a monster, bro. So and super young, he's locked in, bro. I'm happy because I had him on my team and he was holding out and shit, bro. I was kind of getting a little worried there. Oh, you already knew that was coming. Who else? Yeah, yeah, I figured, man. They pay the receivers, man. They pay the receivers. Yeah, I figured it was just a matter of time. Especially somebody like him, bro. He's crazy, bro. Beast. Yes, sir. (laughs) Shit, Julio contract should be coming now. Yep, so Michael Thomas better enjoy it. He better enjoy it because in the next week or two, he's not going to be the highest paid receiver in the league no more. Definitely see Julio Julio. coming Definitely see that happening. Um, let's see what else we got in the news. We got Leonard Fournette, the offensive coordinator for the Jaguars, said Leonard Fournette is expected to receive more passes in the offense. How y'all feel about that? Uh, man, we, we saw it coming, man. You know, we talked about that already on the, the running back show, that if he gets the, the targets that he had his rookie year, that, you know, he could return to that RB1 status. And, uh, I mean, it's here. We're finally starting to hear from the coaches now. I told you, Javar, they're going to throw that boy the ball. Yeah, yep. you said you said uh Yeldon gone. Who else are they gonna put back there for the receiving? They're gonna let Fournette get it. I'm just worried about, you know, is giving him more work, you know what I'm saying, with his the way his body's set up, is that's gonna be more wear and tear and some injuries. But you gotta move him up. You gotta bump him up. Coach yeah, say he can get some catches, you know. I mean he had forty eight here. Um, and I, I already had him down for 60 targets. So I kind of, like I said, we talked about it already. I figured it was coming. So I already baked that into his, uh, my, um, projections for him. Yeah. I updated mine recently as today, actually, when I heard the news and I gave him about 60, I got him at about 60 right now, yeah. somewhere roughly around there. Hey yeah. man, he's, he's creeping, he's creeping up there. I know people were sleeping on him before, but he's creeping back up there to that top yeah, 10 conversation, healthy, especially man. with these passes, as long as he's healthy. Yeah, he's a beast. Um, we'll, see, we'll see what he do with the passes. Is he just gonna catch it, and you know, he's a beast. Yeah. He, he they, like I, we said, he did it his rookie year, and he caught like seventy five percent of his uh, targets. So he's a he's a baller, bro. That's about all the news I got. So let's go ahead and get into the episode today, fellas. Today we got a special episode coming to y'all. We are gonna do a live mock draft, uh, part two. 
Well, this is not. No, part, that's this is the first. Yeah, this is the first mock draft. Well, this draft is going to go a lot better because we don't have people auto drafting. Or we don't have to wait on users. So we're actually going to just go just me, Carlos, and Los. I mean, me, Carlos, and Javar in the league. So it's not Javar, Don't want yeah. Definitely, I don't give a fuck. You can have three of them. I still dominate. We can have. Yeah, okay. You know, okay. Hey, after who won the last time? Hey, he never posted him like he said y'all was, but just oh, know, nah, I beat nah, 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 Carlos nah, nah, in the draft. Just know that. Nah, so Javar. <laughs> so Javar felt left out. Javar wanted to get, come get a piece of this domination too. So I'm gonna go ahead and dominate him in his draft too. Uh, so we'll listen, post, to- we'll post him on Twitter for real this time after the after the draft. We'll see who won. Yeah, for sure. Hope y'all, shit, y'all should be doing the same, man. Take those kickers oh, yeah. out your league. Definitely mock season is in full approach right now, bro. Full yeah. swing. Take full the swing. kick. Make sure you take those kickers out your league. Add a, add a cool position. Like kickers. So born. Yeah, definitely. but definitely be mocking right now so you can know who, what players going around that you're around. Exactly. You, know. you just want to be prepared for every situation that can happen in the draft because. Everybody yeah. goes in with a plan, but I mean, you got to have a plan after the plan and a plan after that one too, bro, because shit can go left real quick. Definitely. That's, that's why I feel tears are important. So when the plan don't happen, if you have tears, you know, like what, what another player that's similar to the player you wanted that you can go, exactly. go get. That's right, why right. tears are important. For example, yeah. like if you got a tier two, right, you got like four you got tier two running backs, um, and then you got. Uh, one tier two receiver. Like I'm gonna take that last tier two receiver just to get that last one. Knowing it's uh four um running backs left in my tier two, so I probably have a big a uh, better chance of getting a running back in my tier two and a receiver in my tier two if I go with the last receiver first. Yeah, it, yeah, I, th- I think yeah, that's how I like to draft too. It just helps you not to be a slave to your rankings. You know what I'm saying? You Instead know. of that's that's why I, I never like to be a slave to my rankings. Um, if you see the value, go get the value. I believe in that uh, wholeheartedly. Uh, clearly, from a last draft, and clearly you see I won the draft between me and Carlos. Sir. <laughs> nah. <laughs> well, man, you fucking won that shit now that AJ got hurt. I went out there and made a move for AJ, and oh, I fucking got hurt already. Yeah, that's another thing dangerous about if uh, drafting early, you know. That's you something you got to be AJ worried about. You said what? You Jabbar? AJ? Yeah, I had traded. Um, what did I trade for him? It was it's a super flex league, so I traded uh, Kyler Murray, Jared Goff, and Robert Woods for Jameis Winston, Carson Wentz, and um, AJ. So I was just trying to upgrade my, you know, wide receiver or whatever. But AJ um, done got hurt on me. Oh, I, I I'm high on Woods. I think. Yeah, I'm high on Woods I mean, too. I'm just higher on AJ if he was healthy. He got more. He got more. Touchdown potential, but it's just far as like healthy, consistent. You can Woods is every every week receiver two or one. Yeah, that's hindsight twenty twenty. I definitely will want the more healthy receiver right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, without further ado, let the draft begin. Um, I don't know if you told oh. y'all, so let me just go through it again. I'm drafting from the number two position. Los is drafting from the number six. And Javar is drafting from the number 10 position. Again, we got two running backs, three wide receivers, two flex positions, and a quarterback. So without further ado, the draft has begun. And with the first 101, we had Saquon Barkley go. No surprise there. So with number two... 
Um, I'm drafting as if this is a real league, and so I don't Better. know. I'm about to dominate your ass. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know what Ezekiel Elliott is going to do, and I don't know when he plans on coming to camp. So I have to pretend as if he is not there, and I'm going to go ahead and take Christian McCaffrey here. Nice pick, man. Well, I got uh, one oh one six on the uh, clock right now. Um, so we had Zeke go at one oh three, Alvin Kamara at one oh four, Le'Veon Bell one oh five. Um, looking at David Johnson, um, that running back receiver. I got D Hob Adams on the board. Mm, I think I'm gonna go with the uh, running back. I got David Johnson ranked at number five right now. Um, I think I'll still be able to get a stud receiver um, when it comes back around to me in a second. So I'm going with uh, David Chapman. Looking. <laughs> All right. Then uh, at the 1.6, in this order, we had Devontae Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, Michael Ooh. Thomas go off. So I'm sitting, here, I'm sitting here at 110 looking at James Conner, Julio. Mixon or Tyreek Hill. Uh, I'm kind of um, shout out to Radcliffe. He he got got me on the way going to get one of them top ten running backs. And then you know so many receivers so you can fill in. But I, I just want Julio right here so bad. And not I just, I'm just gonna I'm just I just feel like I'm gonna just pick Julio right here. That's what you're doing, Mox. You know it's you know it. My my notes and everything telling me to get Connor or Joe Mixon right here, but this is a mock draft, so you go out on a limb and you try things just to see what your team gonna look like. And at one ten, I'm drafting Julio Jones. Nice. Yeah, Julio is my number three. Julio is my number three wide receiver, so I think that was great value right there. You got him after Michael Thomas went. Um, I think that was a great pick. Back on you. And then at 111, we got James Conner, then went over to Mel- Melvin Gordon. Then at 2.1, it go Joe Mixon, Delvin Cook, and I'm sitting here at 2.3 with Tyreek Hill on the board, Odell Beckham, Ty Gurley, Juju, Nick Chubb. Ooh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, it looked like I'm going so wide receiver, closer. wide receiver with my first two picks. I Gurley is right there. I want to take Gurley so bad, but too early. Yeah, 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 yeah it kind of is, but it kind of not. Too. But just with Odell sitting right there and Tyreek Hill knowing Tyreek Hill finished number one. But I think I'm just, I think I'm gonna go with Odell Beckham right here because I feel like he'll be more consistent over, you know, the season as Tyreek. Hill would be volatile, but still would be a top 10 receiver. I'd rather have Odell, who's going to get his certain number of targets and, and catch a high percentage of his passes. So I'm going to go with Odell right here. Better get him for the system, make your pick, bro. <laughs> I was going to auto pick. Yeah, auto pick on the mark. All right, so I'm on the clock at 2.07. Uh, we had after um, Javar took ODB, we had Tyreek Hill go. Travis Kelsey at 205, Ty Gurley at 206. So, um, got a few options on here. Um, I got Juju on the board, um, Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, and then we got uh, Nick Chubb and Damian Williams at running back. 
So um, I think the way I have it ranked, uh, I got Mike Evans and Antonio Brown because I want to go receiver here. I got a stud running back. I want to pick up a receiver. Um, but with the news of Mike Evans, man, we still ain't heard nothing else about that. So I'm going to take old reliable Antonio <laughs> Brown. Got him at number eight this year. Led the league in touchdowns last year. Dude's going to be a beast, man. Yeah, I'm moving up on Antonio Brown. I'm actually uh, jumping aboard that Antonio Brown bandwagon, you know what I mean? Well, not bandwagon, the hype train of Antonio Brown. I just think that he is fucking good. I don't know if it's the video yeah, he keeps putting out, you know what I'm saying? That's like, I don't know, man. I think just a lot of us got that, like you said, Lowe's, that bad taste left in our mouth because at the end of the season, he started that bullshit. So mm-hmm. it was yeah. like... That's what we remembered, but he still had those 15 touchdowns, like you said. It was something crazy like that. But um, 15, bro, That's wild. Back to the draft. So, Los went Antonio Brown at 2-7. After him went his former teammate, Juju, at 2-8. Nick Chubb at 2-9. And Eel Patrick Mahomes at 2-10. You guys, do not pay for last year Patrick Mahomes. I just cannot stress that enough. You know what I mean? Like, if if you go out and you get Patrick Mahomes in the second round, he's not going to give you that 50-touchdown year again. Like, if that's what you expected when you drafted him, you're going to be highly disappointed. Um, but right here, I think Aaron Jones right there. So, I went Aaron Jones. Um, after me, went Mike Evans at 212, then at 3-1, Keenan Allen on the turn. So, wide receiver, wide receiver. So, I now have two who I would consider stud running backs. Uh, so I clearly now I have to get a wide receiver. I'm in like the, the opposite dilemma I was in the other draft, huh? All right, so, but I got a lot of quality wide receivers here to pick from. So I think to start this off, I would like to go with, it could be in my rankings. I got Amari Cooper right there. So I'm going to take who I had in my rankings above the rest. I got Amari Cooper as my number eight wide receiver. And that's what I'm going with. All right, nice. So um, after you, we had Damian Williams. Yeah, so you had uh, Damian Williams at 303, Marlon Mack 304, and Leonard Fournette at 305. So a lot of running backs being taken, bro, and uh, that pretty much is how it's going to go in all drafts this year, man. You know how running backs are the cream of the crop, especially if it ain't super flex. Yep. So um, I feel like I got to get a running back right here. Um but the news of Carryon Johnson coming out, or not Carryon, of Dio Riddick getting cut, um, that definitely boosts uh, Carryon Johnson's value to me. Um, I got him at the number as my number twelve running back right now, so that's great value in the third round. Go ahead and get my second running back. And make sure I have a nice running back too. I think that Carryon Johnson news that it just made his that ADP rise so high. Like you, you could once once upon a time you could get Carryon Johnson on that back end, like where Jabari is, like close to the fourth. But now, like he's got him at three six. So by right, time right. the season starts, he's going he's going to fuck around and be three one somewhere. Some crazy. Yeah, yeah. I love it. I love it in the middle of the round, middle of the third, right now. Definitely. Yeah. I want to carry on so bad at this pick. Oh uh, shit! I sniped you. Los, <laughs> after Lowe's took carry on and went Adam Thielen at 3.7, T.Y. Hilton, Josh Jacobs at 3.9. If I ain't get carry on, I wanted Josh Jacobs right mm. here. Sitting Might here, see. I have – I'm just going to call our running backs because that's what I, I really need right now. Or, or, or I could pick a tight end right here, which I'm probably going to do because – 
the people who picked behind me, both of them picked two stud running backs. The number 11 has James Conner, Devin Cook, 12th player have Melvin Gordon and Joe Mixon. So right here, I think I'm going to go with... Ooh, I, I'm just going to go with Ertz right here, man. I can't deny it. I'm going to go with Ertz. I can't deny it. I'm a straight rider. You don't, don't know nothing about that. Okay, after I took Ertz at 310, I'm usually not a guy who takes a tiny Ertz. So this but is you did. <laughs> I'm really going out here on the limb and going out outside of myself. I just felt like I was going to be able to get a, another running back. I didn't think the computer or even a player would have took another running back right here. But the next picks after my Zach Ertz were A.J. Green at 311, Devontae Freeman at 312, who I wanted to pick at my in the fourth round. Then George Kittle at 4.1, Derek Henry at 4.2. So I have to take a running back right here. And it's David Montgomery, Mark Ingram, Lindsey, Carson, Sonny Michelle, Kendra Drake, Seven yeah. What pops out right here to me the most is, oh, uh, man, it's Carson. <laughs> They're going to run the ball. He's going to run the ball. He may not get all the passes, but he's going to run the ball. He's going to get those goal line touches right here. Ingram, too, but I just don't like the way the offense is just one-dimensional. David Montgomery, I think my Davis is it's going to be a 50-50 split, really, with Carson. But I, I need Carson right now. I know he's going to start out as the running back one, so I just took Carson right now. He's going to start out and get his touches. I really like Montgomery right there, but it's no telling when he's going to come in and start. And I need uh, somebody with R&B1 upside, so I just took Carson. I don't know, man. David Montgomery probably like leaves, like comes in the season starting. I know people like uh, um talking about right. Mike, Mike Davis a lot, but I don't know. I think he, I think he comes in the season in the season starting, bro. I mean, towards the time we really drafting towards you know third week of preseason. If it's saying that, then I would have took David Montgomery. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but go ahead, Los. It's on you. All right. So after you, we had us. Uh, Stefan Diggs, um, very high on him this year. He went at 4 4. Uh, Julian Edelman at 4 5, and Philip Lindsay. So uh, that's great for me because I want to take Philip Lindsay in the fourth. No way, no way, Jose. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> shit. So we got, uh, I'm thinking about getting a receiver right here. We got uh, Brandon Cooks on the board, Kenny Galladay, uh, Robert Woods. Um, that's the three I'm considering right now. Mm. So I'm real high on Galladay this year, man. I think this is a huge breakout potential year for him. Um, and I know Gabe's high on him too, and that's one of the key things in in these uh, leagues, man. You got to know your league mates. I don't know if he's gonna take his ass, but I'm gonna get him anyway, just in case. So oh, with, with the Lions, yeah. I didn't re- I didn't even realize that I was getting low on the clock, and I didn't even realize that that's a good point. Um. But I like it, man. I still think they're they're definitely the best um, of their team, bro. Best running back, best receiver. I don't know, man. I don't like really that that stack. I don't like the running back wide receiver stack for some reason. I don't know. It's not, yeah, it's not as lucrative as the quarterback ceiling. A little bit, yeah, after yeah definitely. I mean, it's not it's not as lucrative as the target, if he's the touchdown target, then I like the running back wide receiver stack. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, in the red mm-hmm. zone, either your running back gonna get it or your touchdown target gonna get it. Yeah, I think I, I, if I would have had more time, I probably wouldn't have did that. But I ain't mad at it. Like I said, I'm I'm high on him this year, man. He's definitely a breakout candidate of mine. So, 
Yep. So after you took him at four seven, Brandon Cooks went at four eight, David Montgomery went at four nine, and Mark Ingram went at four ten. So it's now on me at four eleven. I currently have Christian McCaffrey, Aaron Jones, and Amari Cooper on my team. So I could play with a lot of things right here, Pauls. I think I am going to go though. I think I'm going to go wide receiver. Um, I'm going to go with the most consistent. It might not be the most big play of the the, the Los Angeles Rams three, but the most consistent, and uh, that's Robert Woods. So that's, that's why I took that four eleven. Yeah, bro, that dude that's is super consistent. Man. So at like you don't have that that top like five upside, man, but you just never gonna be mad at what he gives you, bro. At a wide receiver two, you never be perfect mad. wide receiver two. one. Yeah, but wide receiver two, you'll never be there. After Robert Woods at 411, <laughs> Calvin Ridley went at 412, and Andrew Luck went at 51. Is that the first quarterback? No, the second quarterback because some idiot took Patrick Mahomes at in the second <laughs> round. But yeah, so Andrew Luck went in the fifth round. That's about where I would like start thinking about taking a quarterback if I was that guy. But if you listen to us on the quarterback episode, we told you don't reach because it's Plenty of quarterbacks available, so I hope you listen. And so with my pick, I'm going to go and get the value that is out there. And I'm going to end up taking – with the news, like Carlos said, with the news of Mike Evans, I'm going to go ahead and take Chris Goodwin, Chris Godwin right there just to see, like, you know, I think he's going to have a breakout year. He's stepping into an offense. He's stepping into targets. Uh, Bruce Arians already mentioned that he won't be leaving the field this year, so I think that was just a great pick for me, especially in the fifth round. That might be a little too high, but whatever. Nah, I it's like three, it's three I like wide it. receivers, so you have to go and get like your your third wide receiver. But you have to like kind of reach because you got that it's three wide receiver lineups. Exactly. All right, so after you, um, we had Tyler Lockett go five three, Keon Drake at five four, Cooper Cup at five five. So it looks like all the um, Ram receivers is off the board. Um, just like Gabe, I feel like I got to get uh, another my third receiver locked up. Um, I feel like it's a huge advantage if you're playing with re- uh, three wide receivers to have three stud receivers if you can. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, another one of my breakout candidates this year. I'm a big fan of them third-year receivers. So I'm going to go Mike Williams. No Mike more no more Tyrell Williams. Um, a lot of targets up for grabs. He was a beast last year on limited volume. And now that he's going to have that added volume, I do think it's going to be some touchdown regression. But I think it's going to be uh, offset by the volume he gets. I like it. I like it. So at 5'7", we had Aaron Jones, 5'8", Sonny Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you would have won. Uh, what? I love Aaron Jones that much. I want him. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Aaron Rodgers. Don't take a quarterback that early again. All right, then we got Sonny Michelle at 5'8". DJ Moore at 5'9". I'm right here on the clock at 5'10". And uh, so I got Julio Jones, Odell Beckham, Zach Ertz, Chris Carson. So I was thinking in that in that in this turn I was try to gonna try to go Sonny Michelle and James White, but that ain't work out. So I'm looking on the board right here at OJ Howard. Don't don't need that Deshaun Watson maybe that uh, is looking tempting. Then I got Tevin Coleman, James White, Tyler Boyd, Landry, Ingram. Damn. So I went with Alshon Jeffrey right here. You know. 
If if Ursain getting a touch in the end zone, the passing end zone is Alshon. If Ursain getting it, it's going to be Deshaun Jackson for a couple. But, you know, Alshon, Jeffrey can get it. I'll hopefully try to use him from trade bait, just being honest. So after me at 5'11", went O.J. Howard, then Tevin Coleman, then at 6'1", Robbie Anderson, and Tyreek Coleman. So, so far, I'm just calling out everybody team. We have uh, Gabe right here and in order of picks. You got Christian McCaffrey, Aaron Jones, Amari Cooper, Robert Woods, Chris Godwin. Carlos has David Johnson, Antonio Brown, Carrion Johnson, Kenny Galladay, Mike Woods. Mike I have Williams. Williams, <laughs> second name. <laughs> I have Julio Jones, Odell Beckham, Zach Ertz, Chris Carson, Alshon Jeffrey through the first five rounds. So at my sixth pick right here, I think I'm just going to go on and get my backup who may split time with Carson just to be on the safe side. So, yeah, it looked like uh, go Hawks. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I locked up the handcuff that quick. Mm. Um, I don't know. I don't think I'm a fan of that, bro. I think they're going to have standalone value this year, um, even if because I honestly think Carson, he's teetering that line and not being ready for the year. Um, so he's still out. Um, and he's at practice. He's at practice. Okay. Well, he came so. Yeah. Even if so, even if he does play, I still think it's a lot of work for Rashad Penny to be like relevant this year and still break out. I, that's so, why. I that's how much they run. But I mean, you could probably play them both. All my oh. Davis touch is gone, so they're going somewhere, right? To exactly. Deep, so. Yeah, put me against the team that has Chris Carson and Rashad Penny in the lineup. I will be beating you. <laughs> <laughs> just, so, just so you know, I will be beating you that week. I hope you do play me with the, both of them in your lineup. I don't believe in like the, I don't believe in like people going out and drafting handcuffs. Um, I feel like it's just so much running back potential out there. Like you know, what I mean, like you don't need to it's draft early, a handcuff. You don't. It's super early. You don't need to draft the running back. Uh, his handcuff, at least. I understand it, though, especially, like, for the Ty Gurley, uh, uh, Darrell Henderson situations and, like, Javar, I guess. But I feel like what, how Lowe's feel about um, Rashad Penny having his own standalone value. So, yeah. I mean, it's gross to me, but if you like it, I love it. Yep. So I'm on the clock, and um, I'm going to go ahead and make my pick and then talk this game. Took up a time shit. But <laughs> 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 so I play with James White, uh, running back. Uh, great. Option for my flex, um, flex. Um, you know, he finished as a RB one last year. Uh, I feel like he's just super underrated um, in the fantasy super. community, but he's super consistent. He's gonna get all them dump off passes from Tom Brady, and he's gonna be super consistent in my flex. So let's go. I like it. I, feel, I think he finished RB one. This, I think he'll finish RB one this year. Like end of yep. year RB one, not yep. maybe not week to week, but I think he'll finish RB one. All right, so the pick is on me after Carlos took James White. It was Jarvis Landry going at 6'8", uh, Evan Ingram going at 6'9". That was my pick. Uh, Tyler Boyd going at 6'10", and now the pick is on me at 6'11". Um, so all the tight ends are gone. I'm pretty sure y'all hear about it in our episode. We now entered the the tier of you're streaming a tight end if you draft yeah, point. So it's no point of going out and reaching for a tight end. I still feel the way about quarterbacks this early. There's still a lot of great value out there. So my time is running out. So let me make a pick so I can stop talking fast. <laughs> 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 All right. So I um <laughs> I went and uh I went out and I grabbed 
Dante Pettis. Uh, pick. Yeah, you already know what time it is. Uh, after me, Darius Geis went at 6-12. Eric Ebron, gross at 7-1. Um, I guess we'll touch on Dante Pettis. Uh, we talked about him a little bit on the tight end episode, but I feel like he's going to have a bigger year, and I feel like it's a lot of regression coming George Kittle way. And I feel like with that regression coming, uh, 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 technically a new quarterback coming into this not to the system, but to the to the, the year because last year they had the backup backup quarterback. So um, it's right. just a, a new opportunity. It's new opportunity, and I like the opportunity and I like the volume. Even though they drafted Debo Samuel and uh, Jalen Hurd, I feel like they might come on toward the end of the year. But rookie wide receivers rarely like come on like week one unless you got like next generation talent you know what i mean so yeah. i feel like dante pettis, dante pettis is a shoe in for that high-end wide receiver two class and i'm gonna now back on the clock again and i'm gonna go and get latavius murray <laughs> knew that was coming and hey he's he's rising up eight he's rising he's rising that's nice in the seventh round you got him as your flex right yep all right, so I'm on the clock now. We got uh after Latavius Murray, Daryl Henderson went at seven three, Drew Brees at seven four, and Baker at seven five. So a bit of a little bit of a QB run is starting to get uh down to the um about the end of the QB ones. What we have one, two, three, four, five, six quarterbacks. So I can go with a QB right here, um, but I still think it's enough options to wait a little bit. I'm going to go – which I think I should go, running back or receiver? I ain't telling you. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I definitely think you should go uh, kicker, though. Uh, so, let's see. I'm going to go receiver, man. I hope my guy makes it back to me around the turn. I'm going to go Allen Robinson. Um, year removed from the ACL injury. Uh, another year under Matt Nagy, man, and I just feel like uh, everybody gets better in that offense since they're bringing pretty much everybody back and upgrading. And in some places, like you know David Montgomery over Jordan Howard, but uh, I think he'll be a wide receiver two this year. So I'm gonna go ahead and snag him as my wide receiver four. Load up crazy. on running back and no. receiver. That's my strat. That's my uh, strategy in redraft, man. Just load up on running backs and receivers. Mm-hmm. Take my shots on tight ends and quarterbacks. Yep. Man, oh man, I said no because uh, at seven point seven went Jerry Cook, at seven point eight went Miles Sanders, and I was looking my chops. I definitely thought I was gonna be able to get him, but I guess wow. not. You said yeah. you was looking your what? Again, chops. <laughs> <laughs> you was about to get Miles Sanders? Definitely. Uh, unlike yeah, I was thinking about him right there. And then uh, I had Matt Ryan. I thought I was going to get Miles Sanders in the eighth round because uh, the 11 and 12 people, they already got four running backs. So yeah. they definitely not draft another one. So, uh, you know, Matt Ryan went at 7.9. I'm sitting here at 7.10. And uh, when Gabe, when you took Pettis, I, I like Pettis there, but I think Kirk has more upside than Pettis. Mm. And uh, I would have I took Kirk. Over Pettis, I'd have probably even took Kirk over Allen Robinson, and one because of Allen Robinson. You know, he's it's, he's a year removed, but Nagy offense they use so many weapons. Nobody is like that top top guy. Shit, Tyreek uh-huh. Cohen might be the top receiver on the team, and, and you know Pettis mainly. Make you your know, pick. Make your oh pick. Oh my goodness, 
Good job. Motherfucker giving us a monologue, boy. <laughs> Oh, I said, oh my goodness. Right. Y'all are some good people. Look, look, look. There are some good black people out there. Black Why are you a fool with it, bro? Black man don't cheat. All right. So at 7 11, we got. I took Kurt at 7 10. Then after me went Will Fuller, Carson Wentz, Sammy Watkins at 8.1, then Kyler Murray at 8.2. How y'all feel about Ooh. Kyler Murray right there? That's uh, right where I was thinking about getting there. That's about Kyler Murray time. Yeah, yeah, that was about right. All right, so I'm looking at 8.3. I'm sitting right here, and I still only have two running backs, and they play for the same team. Oh. Go, go Hawks. <laughs> wow. Well, I, I guess uh, we know who finished in third place in this draft. <laughs> I got Chris Carson and Rashad Penny. So, you know, with the with the news of Melvin Gordon um, and, and what Bell did last year, I'm so tempted right here to take Eckler. Um, even over Royce Freeman, it's either Royce or Eckler. I really want to take Royce. Ooh, just you to, take Jordan just... Howard. What? You got 14 seconds. You better make your choice. I, I, I would have took Royce Freeman, but I took Eckler just as a wild card because if uh, Gordon don't play, Eckler going to go in there and uh, he's in a more explosive offense than Royce Freeman. So... I just went on a wild card limb right there, and I took Eckler. I think Justin Jackson is the back to have in that backfield if Melvin Gordon don't play. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if he, I think so too, man. He's better in between the tackles. Mm-hmm. But it's, they're saying it's, uh, it's going to be Eckler out there. He's going to get majority of the touches, I guess, because you know he's going to get the passing down work too. Cream rise to the top. But I just want to say I'm, like, super sad right now, man. Like, I thought – Javar was going to snipe me, but it turns out the damn computer sniped me and took Royce Freeman. That's the guy I was hoping made it back to me, man. As y'all know, I'm very high on him this year, so that was a good pick, the fucking computer. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so I think um, Jordan Howard's the only thing I would consider at running back, man. Um, I got three running backs, so I really don't need to get one right now. Um, See who we got at quarterback. Russell Wilson, Cam Newton, Jared Goff, and James Winston is still out there. So I think I'm going to go – I'm going to go quarterback, and I'm going to take my number nine quarterback, James Winston. Touche. I like it. Uh, So after you took a quarterback – I think right now for the listeners, because I know we've been shitting on quarterback, this is probably a, a good time to start thinking about quarterback. Like the end of the eighth, like beginning of the ninth, that's a cool time. Yeah. Um, so after Jameis Winston went at seven, uh, eight, seven, uh, David Njoku went at eight, eight, Larry Fitzgerald went at eight, nine, and Vince, Vance Dance McDonald went at eight, ten. So his pick is on me at eight, eleven. I'm still on the wave of going and getting all this wealth of talent that still is out there. So. I will now take my selection at the TD target out in um, Detroit that a lot of people slept on. I think, like you said, it's because how he finished his year. He was a little hurt, so a lot of people forgot about Marvin Jones. But uh, he's dude's a touchdown monster. Uh, Matt 
Matt Stafford loves throwing him the ball in the red zone, period. So I feel like he's definitely being slept on this year. He's at great value getting him at the end of the eighth, beginning of the ninth. He's definitely somebody you should be targeting. At nine, uh, so after me, Marvin Jones went Kareem Hunt at 8-12. So how y'all feel about Kareem Hunt? I, I uh, anywhere not at 8-12. Not at yeah, eight, my redraft. I won't drop him at all in redraft. Yeah, I don't want no part of him. Then they got a bye week, so he's not being back. He's not coming back to week ten, bro. And by that time, yeah. fucking Nick Chubb probably gonna be leading the league in fucking touchdowns or some shit. Yeah, definitely. I could not see that happening. <laughs> <laughs> um, so right now, I'm pretty much just picking uh, the best player out. I'm at my nine, the second pick in the ninth round. I don't like any of the running backs that's still there. Carlos is going to snipe me before this player comes back to me. So just so that doesn't happen, I'm going to go ahead. This could be a reach, but I'm going to take him here. I think a lot of people are asleep on him this year, but he's going to have a great year. His name is Curtis Samuel. I know he's not going to make it. He's not going to make it through the 10th without Carlos. He's not going to make it through the ninth and the 10th. Yeah, I probably would have got him in the 10th if he was there. Exactly. Now you're gonna be in the tent, playboy. <laughs> Either way, yeah. yeah. Like I said, know your league mates. I knew he exactly. wasn't gonna make it back to me, and I wanted exactly. So after you, we had uh, Sterling Shepard go at nine three, Geronimo Allison at nine four, Cam Newton at nine five, and I'm now on the clock. I think I'm gonna get a receiver here, and uh, the two I'm looking at is Corey Davis and Didi Westbrook. Mm-hmm. Two more of those third year breakout candidates at receiver. Um, been great notes out of camp coming out for both of them, man. So this is a tough choice for me. Hmm. I think I'm gonna go with uh DD Westbrook. Nah, I'm gonna go with Corey Davis. I mean, is this the year that Corey Davis does it? That's I guess that's the real question. Is this the year that I, mean, he, I got him super late to where that that you know bus factor is baked into his cost, so I feel like that's yeah, a good spot to take him out. He, he's on the bench, really, or, or flex if you want to put him in. You know, exactly. he's your fifth wide receiver. So, But he did lead the league. I mean, not he didn't lead the league, but he had, like, a massive amount of the team's, like, target last year. Bro. He like, did lead the league in being so. trash. <laughs> yeah, but he, yeah, but he was trash, and so was Mariota and that backup quarterback that was in. So let's but, see if they can put it together this year. All right, then uh, after Corey Davis went, LaShawn McCoy, Russell Wilson at 9-8, Marquez Vascatton. Valdez Scanton. What the? What is it? Oh, Scatling. Valdez Scanton. MVS. Just say MVS. No, Marquez Vascatling. Then at 9-10, I'm sitting here. I'm probably going to go quarterback because uh, Jared Goff right here, he can be a top 10 quarterback, and I'm probably drafting him the 14th quarterback off the board, you know. So uh, that's that's a, a lot of value right there that I can't give up. So Jared Goff it is. Yep. And then uh, after Jared Goff went um, Cortland Sutton, D.D. Westbrook, t- at 10.1 went, Adrian Peterson, then DK McCaff. This is a uh, Carlos guy. He swore by this guy. You know, nah, bro. I, I, know I know the upside is there, um, but I did come around to what y'all were saying about him. Right. Still think he could break out. That the upside is massive, but and he does have to fix some stuff. But I think he's landing in a great spot, you know, to fit that skill set that he has. But I'm not as high on him as I was. 
My All man. right. Um, so right here sitting at 10-3, I got damn Harris sitting right here. Harris sitting right here. Um, thinking of going that way out. Uh, my running back situation, I got to throw a running back out here. That's that's why you got I got to listen to Radcliffe. And uh, who are you? What Radcliffe. name are you saying? Radcliffe. <laughs> the dude from PFF. Oh, yeah, okay. Shout out to Jeff Radcliffe. Take the top ten. My running dude. back early. So uh, that's what I'll probably do next go around. But right here, I'm just going to throw that out there and just take Damon Harris. He could be uh, the back coming out if uh, anything happened to Sony. So, yeah, Damon Harris could be a league winner. Yeah, exactly. I love that pick, bro. Great pick right there, man. I do think Sony's going to be that guy if he's healthy, but I mean, he has gotten injured a lot in the past. So, I think uh, we've seen the only person who has a solid role in that Patriots backfield is James White. So you never know. Like this year could be a whole new year, and Damian Harris could be Sony Michelle, and Jay- and Sony Michelle could be fucking Rex Burton head. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You never know. But James White is always going to be James White. So listeners, if you listen, try to get James White. All right. So I'm on the clock now at a ten seven. Um, before me, we had uh, Carlos Higo, Jarek McKinnon, and Big Ben. Um, so we're starting to get into that handcuff territory and um, people taking backup quarterbacks, apparently. Um, so, damn, Gabe, I don't know what you're going to get there. A starter. A bum. No, I'm not. Watch this. All right, so. If Dak's in there, you good. Deshaun Jackson here that I'm looking at. Nobody really at running back. But I think I am going to take a shot at running back. Uh, I'm going to go with Devin Singletary, rookie out of Buffalo. <sighs> Super crowded backfield, man, but I feel like he could be one of those guys that picks up steam towards the middle of the year. Definitely. And I run like away with that job, man. So I'm going to take a, get my fifth running back. So after you took Devin Singletary, Peyton Barber went at 10-8, uh, Deshaun Jackson went at 10-9, Phillip Rivers went at 10-10, and I stayed true to myself, and I told y'all quarterbacks would be a plenty at the, in the 10th round, even though everybody re- went and reached and got them a quarterback, I stayed to, to myself, hold on, why can't I see no players? Uh, <laughs> ain't no players. Damn, ain't no more players left, ain't no more quarterbacks left, nigga. <laughs> Yeah, sleeper. Yeah, yeah. All right, so I'm not gonna go to my phone right quick. So we got Tom Brady left, Dak Prescott, Jimmy G, uh, Lamar Jackson. It's so many quarterbacks left, and I have um, Dak Prescott rated as as my top ten, and I didn't even name the Great White Hope Josh Allen. (laughs) So uh, I got Dak Prescott as my number ten overall quarterback. So yes, that's why I'll be taking in the tenth round. I, I like nice. it, but it's just uh, just a note. When uh, Zeke ain't out there behind him, he 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 ain't that guy. But that's that's just a note. We go when, ahead. But when Zeke not out there behind him, his rushing goes up, and he already averages well shit, not even averages. He gets six rushing touchdowns a year. Ever since he's been in the year, he has never finished a year as not a QB one. And I just feel like that's that's great value. Like I got all this value on my team, and I still got me a starting quarterback in the tenth round. Don't don't get mad, man. Just, just take a little notes. Take some notes. <laughs> take some notes, Jamar. Take some better running back. 
right. Uh, I still don't see any players on my online sleeper app. So come on, sleeper. You got to get better with that. Damn. So right now, you're pretty much just taking uh, shots in the dark. Uh, none of these players are going to like be starters. I still don't have a tight end yet, so right. that's something to notice. Uh, not, I mean, like not week to week starters. They're like they might you might be able to plug them in your lineup every now and then, but they're not oh. going to be like yeah. You're definitely just taking shots now. So I'm going to take me a shot, and I'm going to go get um, Justice Hill, who a lot of people are comparing to uh, Reggie Bush light, and he's playing in the offense where all they do is run the ball. So why not take a shot at that guy? He's a rookie. He might produce toward the end of the year. You never know. It could be Sony Michelle, man. Yeah, not bad, bro. I like it, man. Um, so let's see who we got here. Um, so at receiver right now, I got Tony Brown, Kenny Galladay, Mike Williams, Allen Robinson, Corey Davis. Got a nice little core. Don't have a tight end yet, so me and Gabe are in that same boat. And it's only two that I got that I like left in the tight end. So, um, but since I picked before Gabe in the twelfth round, I think I could wait. <laughs> I both of them are gonna get drafted, so. Let's see, man. I think I'm gonna go with uh Golden Tate. I know he got that four game suspension, man, but I got five receivers already, so I feel like I can um stash him on my bench. And when he comes back, man, you know he's gonna get a lot of targets in that uh offense. It's only him and Shepard if he's you know healthy at that time. But don't forget Darius Slayton out there. Don't be disrespectful. Yeah, was he uh is he a rookie this year? Or is he a rookie? No, no, this is second. Oh, let me okay. look it up. Uh, he, he ain't on my radar, so I don't know. Yeah, he's not really on my radar. This year. I mean, he's not on my radar. He's yeah, on my he's radar now. That there's no wide receivers. There's nobody. It's literally no wide receivers. That he got to be on your radar now. Yeah, but when Golden Tate comes back, man, he's definitely gonna be a uh, one of the main parts of their offense. So yeah, he's a rookie. I mean, I'm not saying he's gonna be something crazy. You never know. Shit, he's a rookie. You don't ever know. So at the Carlos pick, Golden Tate. At pick one, 11 7 went Edo Smith, Jane Washington, Austin Hooper. So I'm sitting here at 11.10. And, you know, I'm not really looking at wide receiver, tight end, or quarterback. I have all that locked up with Julio and Odell. I really can plug in me at wide receiver, you know. But still, you know, so I'm still out here just stabbing, looking to see if I can find some at running back. You need to plug you in that running back. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right, leave my team alone. All right, but just sitting up here, just looking on the board, got like player Anthony Miller. He had a lot of touchdowns last year, like around seven or so, was it? So he looks good up here. Then you got Funches. Who could potentially be the number two, three guy? Mike Creef, who could be the number two guy? I got 10 seconds on the board. I think I want to go. I'm just going to go. Everybody know. I'm just going to go Mike. Yeah, well, <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> I just feel like, you know, he has a great chance to be number two, even if he's the jump ball guy and, you know, throw a back shot or jump ball. Three, four times a game, he'll get that. He'll get a touchdown. I mean, an end zone, red zone look just because he's a jump ball guy. So I had to take him. But after my creep went Madison, Anthony Miller, Tyra Williams, Devin Funches. So I'm seeing here at 12.3. Should I take another running back or should I take another step at a wide receiver? 
Dun 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 dun. Sorry about that, bro. A uh, little breaking news. Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro. Hey, Cowboys vice president. Uh, apparently, was candid on his contract talks. Uh, Stephen Jones says Dallas can't afford huge deals for Zeke, Dak, and Amari. We don't want things to get. Uh, we don't want to do things that are out of line. That is a quote from the. Uh, Dallas vice president. So all you Zeke owners and Dak owners, shit, man, shit's getting real scary out here. Yeah, bro. Definitely. So right here, I got Eckler. I'm gonna condone this to have like what I, I have. I'm about to have three stacks on my team. So eight uh, seconds. This pick, I'm going with Justin Jackson. All right, just uh, just talk about him, man. He does have some upside if he uh. Gets better from last year. Gets more volume than he did if Melvin Gordon doesn't come back to the team. Yeah. Uh, damn, man. So, you had Trey Burton go before, right before me, too, man. That was the last tight end that I wanted. Um, I thought I was going to be able to make that gamble and for him to make it back to me. But that's the point of a mock, man. So, you can see we could take, uh, take those risks and where you need to maybe go ahead and lock up that tight end position like I didn't do. So... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'm mad right now, really. <laughs> it's only I think a I still got to get one, man. And um, I'm just going to go over reliable, man. That's what we finished the show off with yesterday, Delaney Walker, man. Yeah, I like it. 12th round. I'm in the streaming business for tight ends anyway, man. So. so I think pretty much sums up where I'm going with my pick. I have to get me one, too, just to start the season off. Um. We not we we didn't talk about him on yesterday's episode with the tight ends because he just didn't make the consensus. But he is my um, breakout sleeper, whatever you want to call him. He is the guy that who I think is going to crack the top twelve tight ends this year. Don't be surprised if he does. It is the number one target for Lamar Jackson, Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews. So I got Mark Andrews in the 12. Um, he, a lot of people, like a lot of the reviews coming out of camp are saying him and Lamar Jackson's like chemistry is like getting like even more in sync than it was last year. Um, he's they're saying he's clearly the uh, Mark Ingram's number. I mean Lamar Jackson's number one target. They got rookies out there in the draft at wide receiver, and I already said uh, rookie <clears throat> rookie wide receivers don't really like go crazy like that, you know what I'm saying, until like maybe like toward the end of the year. So just look for Mark Andrews to have a consistent, quiet, top tight end year. And we already said that that's not hard to do. So right now I'm just picking what I want to pick. And I'm at 13-12. So after me went Kyle Rudolph. 13-2. 13-2. I don't know how I got 12. <laughs> but after me, uh, 12-12 went Kyle Rudolph. 13-1 went Mr. Trubisky. Dak Prescott is – is my number one, but I can't let the great white hope pass me again. So I'm going to go ahead and take uh, Josh Allen here, the great white hope, my sleeper quarterback of the year, my no, my breakout quarterback of the year. I look for him to have a great season this year. Could have got him off waivers. Yeah. <laughs> Hell no. Yeah, so after Gay made his pick, we had uh, Marcus Brown go at 13-3, Jimmy Graham. 13-4, Jack Doyle, or Doyle Rules at uh, 13-5. Y'all don't get that reference, do y'all? I like it. I know, I don't, it's from the footballers. Nah, it's from the, bro, it's from the uh, 
like Billy Madison, bro. All the Adam Sandler movies, bro. <laughs> Never watched it. Yeah, them. bro. Yeah, bro. That's classic, bro. Y'all missing out, man. But anyway, uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> because I said it like three times, bro, and none of y'all ever had any reaction to it. Hey, man, I, 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 I mean, stick, I, 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 I like keep it going, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, like, ah, he's tripping. I figured like you kept going to it, so that was like a joke you wanted to get off. So I gave you some niggas, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid, bro. All right, so um, I do have a quarterback already, man, but I feel like with uh, Jameis Wisdom, he is a little, he has been real volatile in the uh, past, very up and down, so. Definitely think he could break out this year, but I do want to have some safety. And so we have Garoppolo, Lamar Jackson, and Kirk Cousins. And I think I'm going to go with uh, Lamar Jackson. Mm, I see you went with the rushing over the weapons, but I feel Yeah, man. I mean, he just, like we said in the quarterback episode, man, it's a cheat code for a uh, quarterback to run as much as Lamar Jackson, man. So he has a great baseline. I think he's safe this year. Um, he's not going to throw for a lot of yards, man, but that rushing uh, yards he's going to get is definitely going to make up for it, in my opinion. I can dig it. So uh, after Lamar Jackson went Deion Lewis, Mikael Hardiman, Jimmy Garoppolo. So I'm sitting here right here at 13.10. And players on the board. I'm not going to name any uh, yeah, players, <laughs> but some people stick out is uh, Cousins, Marquise Goodwin, um, maybe Trey Quan Smith, just throw a dart. Could he emerge as that number two? Uh, Isabella Gallup, Debo, but, you know, Gabe <laughs> said the rookie receivers. I got 30 seconds, so I'm just <laughs> – Right. <laughs> Everyone said he wasn't gonna name the players, and then proceeded to name the players. <laughs> and you know how they say. You know how they say. You know how they say. If you uh, tell somebody don't do something, just don't tell them because you tell them don't do it, they're gonna do it. Yeah, yeah. That, that that was a prime example. So just sitting right here, I think I'm just gonna take Cousins as the backup. You know, the most value right here. So, and I need a backup. So Cousins, it is. Hey, Javar, somebody must have told you uh, to take good running backs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Obviously. he just killed your ass. <laughs> Damn. Obviously, right? You set yourself up for that one, bro. Right. Please, <laughs> you definitely right. set yourself up for that one. Oh, so that was funny. Out the Cousins with uh, Greg Olsen, Traquan Smith, Darwin Thompson, Devontae Parker, and I'm sitting here at the last pick of this draft. At fourteen point three, and let's see what dart I'm throw. I feel like I just need to go on and get throw that good one dart. But let me see if it's a tight end out here that I should I just go and get Ertz back up. That it only makes sense. Everybody's Ooh. so hype about him, saying he may start in two tight end sets. Ertz go down. I got another monster stepping in picking up so i ain't got to worry about that so it only makes sense that i grab our spec up right here so i'm going to do that at 14.2 i like it yeah that's definitely a rare strategy to uh handcuff your tight end but goddard has that upside if uh goes down so definitely think that's a legit strategy to uh do if you're uh getting or if you draft earth in your uh draft yeah. yeah, I took him at 14.3. I said, Yeah, exactly. You can either take a shot at somebody or you can just lock up your stud tight end. And that's, I like it. If it goes down, yeah. you can always drop him week one. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, exactly. it's the last pick of the draft. So it's nothing crazy. 
Even though you did just handcuff your whole team, we should name your team the handcuffs. <laughs> <laughs> he had the handcuffs. So we have, uh, speaking of handcuffs, we have uh, CJ Anderson on the board, and I do have Kerryon Johnson. Making sure I did have him. <laughs> uh, so we have uh, CJ Anderson on the board. Um, we're going to go ahead and lock up that backfield because CJ Anderson, I believe, will be a nice RB2 if Kerryon Johnson went down. And he does have a little bit of injury concern, so. We're going to go with C.J. Anderson for my last pick. I like it. Um, I am team no hand. Oh, my computer just died. And we're back. Sorry, y'all, about the uh, technical difficulties. I had a little bit of uh, technical problems, as you can see. My last pick of the draft was Michael Gallup, so I'm going to go through my team right quick, just so you guys know uh, the dominant team was. Christian McCaffrey, Aaron Jones, Amari Cooper, Robert Woods, Chris Godwin, Dante Pettis, uh, Latavius Murray, Marvin Jones, Curtis Samuel, Dak Prescott, Justin, Justice Hill, Mark Andrews, Josh Allen, and Michael Gallup. Damn, that's a dominant team. We had loads. All right, it's all right. So I had uh, uh, David Johnson, Antonio Brown, Kerryon Johnson, Kenny Galladay, Mike Williams, James White, Allen Robinson, Jameis Winston, Corey Davis, Devin Singletary, Golden Tate, Delaney Walker, Lamar Jackson, and CJ Anderson. That is how you make a stud roster. Sure. I have Julio Jones, Odell Beckham, Zach Ertz, Chris Carson, Alshon Jeffrey, Rashad Penny, Christian Kurt, Austin Eckler, Jared Goff, Damian Harris, Dante Moncrief, Justin Jackson, Christian Kirk, and Dallas Goddard. Yep, yep. So that's the definition of handcuffing your team. <laughs> Don't do that, you guys. Yep, we'll um, have to get the name of that team. Yeah, so, I mean, that's what mocks We're are for, like we, like we all said. You know, that's what mocks are for, to, you know, just to see how your team will look at different. I think Jabbar realized that that's not how you want his team to look, I'm pretty sure. Um, but like we said, we'll have the draft, the rankings out uh, probably on Twitter pretty soon. Well, before the episode, probably. So, um Hope you guys liked the episode. Uh, thanks for all the support we've been getting. I love all the feedback. Um, if you listen to us, follow us on tw- follow us on Twitter at Fantasy In Session. The word Fantasy, but the letter N and Session. Uh, give us any kind of critiques you got, or any things you would like to hear on the episode, or trade questions, stuff like that. We're always open. Um, shit. Without further ado, I think that ends this episode, fellas. Yep. Don't forget to uh, subscribe and rate. Subscribe, rate, like. Tell your friends, tell your, tell you your grandma do. to tell whatever the people you think we that you go to Bible study with. Tell your daddy <laughs> to tell the people that he be kicking it with at the bar. Tell your mama to tell the people at the office or wherever you do. Just blast everybody. it in your car. Do something, man. Play it around. If you go Please to the barbershop, tell everybody at the barbershop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. What a culture. What a culture, man. The culture pushers are here. We out. We out. Peace.